Welcome to Zafram, a podcast about comic book fan and his long-suffering wife. I'm Jamie. I'm Edna. And on this episode, we're going to be reviewing Black Hammer Age of Doom number five. Yeah. The big one. Is it? I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. I think so. There's a lot happening, though. So much. Yeah. I have questions, and I don't know that they're ever going to give me answers. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, creator credits are writer is Jeff Lemire, art Dean Ormston, colors Dave Stewart, letters by Todd Klein. And uh, now the uh, not-so-bite-size breakdown. I mean, you should try. I I'd, think that we could get it in a very small amount. I tried. I I, I tinkered a little. Okay. Anyway, uh, this was much larger earlier. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, he showed it to me, and I'm like, that's like a page, bro. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I got it down to a chunky paragraph. Right. We begin an issue of Revelations with the story of how Lucy came to the farm. <laughs> Thanks to Dr. Star, Lucy discovers the heroes are in the Parazone. And with his help, she finds Colonel, Weir- Colonel Weird's ship and Madame Dragonfly's cabin floating there. Just floating. Just floating. Um, then it's Dag- Dragonfly's turn, and she reveals that Rockwood was a way to save the heroes. To maintain the moral balance of the universe and to keep Anti-God dead, the heroes also have to stay out of the universe. So Dragonfly pulled things and beings out of the Cabin of Horrors and created the farm and Rockwood as a shared dream for the heroes so that they could live in peace. But Weird has seen the future and has set a course out of the Parazone. Yeah. First off, chunky paragraph. (laughs) Kind of like me. (laughs) It made me tickle just a little bit. (laughs) That's about right, though. That's a good sum up. I love you. <laughs> All right, you want to do the Q and A? Yeah. Okay. Big picture. Was this a satisfying reveal? Oh, like yeah. In that, I now know what they were doing there. I'm super like yeah. It was obviously anti god. They were trying to stop, and if they come back, like yeah, I feel good about that, right? Yeah. Um, but there was so much, like. Madam Dragonfly is like, yeah, everything, everybody in there is real. It's just that the whole construct is fake. And now you're woke up and it's gone. Where's everyone else? If they're so real, if she pulled them out, did they zip that back to their original places that they haven't been for 10 years and didn't know? Like, old Trueheart there with his little scrambled brain. What's up with that? Why can't she get him back to Tammy? Put him in the right cabin room. Like these are things I want to know. Do they, do they revert? Maybe she. Maybe they reverted back to what they were before they got thrown into Rockwood. Maybe I'm sure he'd be willing to give it a shot though, because it looks like they are ready to go. And if they want to stop them from going, obviously they didn't. But if they wanted to stop them from going, she could have been like, "All right, let's just uh, go visit Tammy. We'll find pre-Tammy. Uh, see if you all can get together, uh, and maybe we'll find." Uh, Quinn, wasn't it Quinn? Is that his name? Um, and we'll get Mars Boy uh, over there. Uh, and then all we have to do is chuck uh, Gail out the window and everybody's fine again. <laughs> right? Also, it kind of tells you what the two think of everyone else. That they thought it was a better idea to just leave them asleep than to give them the option of saving the world. I found that pretty fascinating. I don't think they trusted Gail. True, but they popped all of they popped four of them in there. 
Um, and apparently, well, they didn't have time to explain it to Black Hammer. Black Hammer never had an option. He just thought he was kind of kidnapped. So, like, they never, they didn't trust them to make this decision. They made it for them, which is a little not good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was more than you asked me for, but that's my feeling. Yeah, um, I got the impression it was Colonel Weird's idea to pull him in the Parazone to save him. Yeah. And totally Dragonfly's idea to set up Rockwood in the farm. But also seems like a very Dragonfly type thing to yeah. do. She's a very cynical, cynical, <laughs> uh, with reason. I mean, yeah. bad history. Uh, but I'm not shocked that she wouldn't trust anybody to make the right decision. And But she would trust herself that obviously she knows what the right decision is. Was it? I don't know. Uh, but it did save the world for 10 years. So, I mean, maybe not right, but it was at least a Band-Aid. Um, but yeah, they're zip-zapping right on back now. So we'll see what happens. Did everything fit together? I don't know. There was some weirdness. Um... First off, well, a couple of a couple of things that um, are sideways to that. Um, his suit, the uh, astronomer's suit. What was his name again? Doctor Star. Doctor Star's suit. That was the thing that was supposed to get her into the parazone, and then she got into a space suit. Did they change his suit for her? Because he had like a trench coat. And like a Star Trek outfit. Um, and then she gets like 1985 yeah. astronaut wear. Yeah. I had yeah. feelings about that. Like I didn't I didn't expect to see her out in a trench coat or anything. But also like it should have had some residual carryover with what he had. They did this weird modification. Guys, do something for me. Come on now. Uh, secondly, after this one, I realized... That um, throughout this entire uh, series, we've been seeing Black Hammer over and over again. Every time they'd hit the Parazone, there would be these bodies. So he was there all along, and we just never knew it. Which is real ooky, but also, there you go. Uh, yeah, but for the most part, like, I get it. It, it. it was together, but there are some things that bother me. The people that disappeared are probably the thing that bothered me the most, though. Do you think that the um, them being, you know, in cryogenic sleep, having a shared dream inside the Parazone was the original plan? Or do you think they've had to shift gears? I, I don't know. If he shifted gears, this was an alternative. Like, this, this flows to me with what they were doing. Um, I don't see anything wrong. Uh, with what they're doing here versus what they did. Um, I just feel like it's a really sad short wrap-up to Black Hammer himself, the original Black Hammer. Uh, just like, yeah, he just went out into the Parazone. That's why he looked like he did whenever he died, and that's that's what he was. Um, I just wanted there to be something more for him. Maybe there still will be. There's still you know, some time. But... Um, I didn't mind. I felt like it was fine that we got here. This this was okay. Kind of like in um, 
No, this is a bad comparison, but here we go. Uh, it's kind of like whenever you read all of the Dune books and you get to the last one and you may have feelings or um, Stephen King, instead of Stephen King books, uh, you may get to the end and you may be like, that's probably not the ending that I expected, but that's that's an acceptable ending. That's that's a good way to do what you did. Um, and I feel like this is an accept, acceptable way to get where they were going. I think one thing tinkered is, is a tinker. What? I don't think the original plan was for them to be in cryogenic sleep inside the Parazone. I think the original plan was for them to be inside a little pocket universe inside the Parazone. Because when she's put in cryogenic sleep, why does she have to be wearing a spacesuit? And I think that the probes um, and Black Hammer um, being destroyed at the edge of Rockwood because that was the parazone. It wasn't the cryogenic sleep thing. Because I think that doesn't really make sense. When Black Hammer leaves the edge of like sp- the safe space in Rockwood and he falls apart, like the parazone, it doesn't make sense. He was in cryogenic sleep. Yeah, I had to read that section a couple of times. Um, and I know they say he was still half asleep. It, but still. But even that's no good. No. Um, I always imagined it as um, Madame Dragonfly putting him putting it somewhere like she had she, he had to die he was dead uh and so what did he do um and so those boundaries helped everyone else stay exactly where they needed to be and that's kind of the way that my mind settled on it after we were done but you're right that is a, a little weird and they say in the beginning that they've mapped out the ends of where they can go yeah uh, and it's not, because if they were in cryogenic sleep, I would have imagined them going to the end and then starting back over somewhere else, not like combusting uh, on yeah. the edges. So, yeah, but also, this is okay, too. Yeah, like, it, it still it still kind of works, but it's a little wonky. Yeah. I, I think if, like, if if maybe if, um, like, if Weird had zapped them all to the pair zone and they were going to die, and so, like, Dragonfly, what if she had made them, like, a snow globe? Of Rockwood to live inside of, which is inside what the I Parazone that they were doing from the beginning, yeah. and that's close to what this is, but it isn't quite what it is. Yeah. That being said, if this is what he wants to go through, if he wants to do cryogenic sleep, that's fine. Also, cryogenic sleep, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but looking at them means that they got to keep their ten years because they were locked down. If they had been in that snow globe, they would just be ten years older coming out attempt to battle. Uh, but now, um they're coming out the way that they were. So it saved them a decade, which is nice. Of course, everybody they're going back to. Yeah. I'm not, I'm just not sure what they gained by having the encrogenous sleep, other than saving them 10 years of aging. I just felt, I, I, I felt like some of the little smaller details work better. Um, like the probes, you know, dying at the edge, that one gets through. Well, I mean, it seems kind of convoluted to say that Talkie's AI was really advanced, so she was able to, like in her dreams inside the dream, able to assemble probes and shoot them out into the parazone. That seems just kind of wonky. Yeah. Also, I haven't read the rest of it, and I don't know uh, if there's any justification later on um, that would make it a little easier. Um, And also, if they were awake and back and forth um, on this ship, why didn't they see the probe go out? Ninja probes. Ninja probes. Yeah, like I said, I, th- I think the snow globe idea would work better yeah. than the cryogenic sleep. But, it, I mean, it still, it still works. Yeah. It's just a little clunkier. 
I'm content if this is what the author wants me to have. Yeah. I'm that rich. It still works. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not gonna be upset because I thought it should be something then it turns out it's slightly different. Okay, so what did you think of the flashback um with Lucy and Doctor Star? Uh that was just a little more of what we had whenever we first started the trip. Uh you know how I feel about the outfit. <laughs> We've established my dislike of the outfit section. Um I don't know. I, yeah, there was just so much that was happening in this issue, too. Um, but, yeah, this was good. This was fine. Um, it kind of picked up. We haven't had this in a long time, this um, Lucy hunting for her father. That's kind of, it's not been, it, there's been no point for that for a while. Um, so it kind of takes all those broken pieces that we had. Uh, it's easy to forget that they were kind of broken, interspersed pieces, but um, we were only getting bits of what she was doing. So this is everything in between those bits. So you can kind of put them together and it gives you the full picture. And that's nice. And we had never gotten to see how she got to the farm. Right. In a spacesuit. Circa 1985. Actually, that's probably very similar to the spacesuits that they're using now. If it ain't broke. See, that's part of the reason I think about the snow globe theory. Is because she was wearing the spacesuit in issue seven when she makes her first appearance. So that's just so she had to be in a spacesuit this time. I wonder if they changed that. Like it was just supposed she was just supposed to be passing through the parazone into Rockwood because she was in outer space in the parazone. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Um Okay, what do you think about Dragonfly's explanation? I mean, pretty much what I said. She's justifying her cynicism. Uh, and, and making these choices for everyone else. Yeah. She did a bad thing. It may have been a thing that saved the world. I don't know. But in this localized area, it was a bad thing. It was a bad call. It was a bad choice. Maybe not a bad call. Bad choice. I wonder if she thought, um, sitting there looking at Weird and how crazy the Arizona made him, if there was no way that like four more people, five counting, counting the robot, that they could all stay sane, just hanging out inside his spaceship in the pair zone. And maybe, maybe it was a way to save their sanity. Maybe. Uh, I think also she uh, she had already had run-ins with Gail. She and Gail were conflicted well before all of this happened. Uh, nobody trusted her. Um, so if they woke up and it was her and Colonel Weird and that was all they had to run on, it might have ended up exactly the way it did just now, where they didn't trust her and they went on. And she knew that, and she's probably right. Um, and how do you guarantee that these people don't go? You've got someone, probably you could say Abe wouldn't have went, most likely. Um, but all it takes is one of them going back, if if what they think is true is true. Um, and Gail was ready to retire and be out of it. Uh, she didn't want to live that life. So most likely just knowing her. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if she wouldn't be the one to go Yeah, and be like, I'll take my chances guys. That's that's her MO. Um, but what I find fascinating is we know this, we've spent 10 years hinging everything, the very salvation of the entire universe on the fact that they need to stay in there and then Colonel Weird's like, yeah, it's time. Let's just go round them back out. It's cool. We can blow the world up now. <laughs> I mean, that's what he does in effect. Yeah, he may know he sees the timeline. 
Um, but he's not sharing. He's not like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and open it up. Don't worry, guys. It's going to be fine. He's not doing that at all. See, I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows what's going to happen. Which is so weird because he's knowing up to a certain point. There was a book that I read not too long ago. The Great. It'll come to me later after we're doing this. And it's the same thing. There's this guy. He's this uh, son. uh, And he can see things into the future. But there's a point where he can see nothing else. Um, And he's like, this is the point that I die. This is the point. This is the only part in the future that I can see. Um, And it could be that he's doing something like that. Uh, Did you have a favorite piece of art? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I have to look back at all of them. I mean, like, the spaceship was pretty cool at the end. When the eyeballs turned to look at it? Uh, Yeah, and it was was just very colorful. Yeah, I like that. It was straight out of 1987, and it made me feel good. Yeah, that was probably mine, too. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Okay, I got two questions left. Yeah. Um, so now that all the cards are on the table, you've got, had the mystery solved. The, the main mystery. What do you think of the series? Um, I've had a good time with it. I can make fun of it. Um, I mean, like, the art is still the art. Uh, but you and I have talked about this before. I don't know if we've done it on the podcast or off of the podcast. But... Um, you just kind of get used to it. Like, it's that's the art that goes with the the book. And so, um, it's like making fun of your little brother. You can do it, but other people can't, because that's just the way your little brother is. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm an only child. Like, I know anything about that. But, um, yeah, the... Uh, it's... I've enjoyed it. I've, I have enjoyed it. I've read some things... Not this. I've read some things that I've really not liked. I've read some things that I've really liked. And I did uh, really like this so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's not ruin it for me, guys. Let's just not ruin it. All right. New theory time. What do you think happen- What do you think happens when they leave the pair zone? Oh, do you know I haven't even given it thought? I don't know why I haven't given it thought. But I haven't. Um, oh, but what if... I mean, they probably are, but what if, be really cool, also, they could keep going, uh, if uh, they're not actually leaving the parazone and she just locks them down again, and then they think <laughs> that they're going to go home, and she just starts the cycle over again. I mean, if she was really good at what she did, that's what Dragonfly should do. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she probably won't. It'd be cool if she did, though. Um but all of that being said, uh, if they do really go back, um, I mean, they're going to have to deal with so much. It very well could be Antigod they deal with, but there's also an entire future that's went on that they've not been a part of. Uh, so acclimating to that would be super awful. And they just, they're ready to retire. So, like, they're too old to be heroes in a world that hasn't had heroes in 10 years. Uh, also... And it sounds like there's some bad stuff going on there. They don't really say what it is, but it sounds like the world's not in the best of shape at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I think either they should be going into another cabin room or they should uh, have to deal with Antigod. But I just think they should. That's what I think. Real good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that was issue five. Um, I'm bad at math, but I think it means there's only seven issues left in the main series. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Sounds good. So they've done giving me what I need to know? Uh, the main mystery from the first series is, yeah, the first, like, um, first run. That was their Scooby-Doo part, but now we've still got, like, I'm not going to be upset. They're not just going to lead me through seven issues, and it's just going to be like... Yeah. Okay. And there, there is a really good finale. Okay, that's uh, what I'm looking for. Yeah, there's, they, 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 this is my humble opinion. I think they stick the landing, too. Okay, good. So everything is resolved. All the, all the, all the oh, I's yeah. are dotted, T's are crossed. I love when they resolve things for me. Yeah. I hate when they don't. Well, that's why all the miniseries say from the world of Black Hammer. True story. But sometimes, like, there's also, back to the Dune analogy, there's also a, a world of Dune. And that's the worst. So, I, like... Um, it's also not Frank Herbert writing those. Right. That's still, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, so, like, I did it, sometimes those world ups can be... There's only one of the miniseries so far that I haven't really enjoyed. And one of them is just like, there's a plot sort of thing that I don't understand that annoys me. I see. But the miniseries have been have been really good. Yeah. Yeah. And there's Cthulhu Louise. She sounds lovely. It's a one shot. Just one issue. Just one issue. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, I think we're done here. We are. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.